0: Wait a minute, I hear something! Dr. Movie! Dr. Movie! Blueberry Gills! Dr. Movie! Dr. Movie! Yeah! Hey, hey, what's up everybody? It's that time again! Welcome back to Dr. Movie! I said, welcome to my show. (laughs) I think that's a Def Leppard song that starts off that way. They sound better than that. That's my morning voice. So, yeah, you're in for a good time, folks. Hey, we got another good one for you here. We are talking about the 1981 action thriller. We got some Chuck Norris in the house. We're doing an eye for an eye. Yeah. Early, early Chuck Norris stuff. Well, you say early. Early in his solo career. I mean, yeah, he was in the Bruce Lee stuff in the early, you know, early 70s. But this is when he's starting to break out. You had good guys wear black, which I might cover on here eventually. Uh, This is the follow-up, I think. It's right there close. And... uh, Yeah, finally, some Chuck Norris up in here, because, you know, everybody likes some Chuck. Um, Let's see. Let's try to read a little synopsis here. It is also an action-slash-thriller from 1981. Uh, That sweet spot that I always like to talk about. Synopsis says, Sean Kane is a San Francisco cop whose partner is murdered by an Oriental drug ring. When his superiors take him off the case, Cain quits his job and sets out to exact revenge. Yeah. So not an uncommon story, I mean, it's almost the same thing as Samurai Cop. (laughs) Not that this this is no Samurai Cop, I can tell you that. It's a 5.5 out of 10, I don't know, yeah, maybe, maybe so, something like that. I'm not even sure who directed directed by Steve Carver what did Steve Carver do uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid, so another Chuck Norris film he did the arena from 74 Big Bad Mama so obviously he did some uh, exploitation flicks and you know what I can tell it, it you can kind of feel that in this movie because it's got a it's got a guttural nastiness to it right? So uh we got a 5.5 out of ten, I think I already said that. Why do we watch it? Because it's guts- gutsy, wild, and brooding. I don't know. It's a cop show. Gutsy, maybe. Wild? Eh, for for an 80s flick. It's not really that wild. Uh scenes are handled well and the tone isn't jostled around uh like in plenty of other 80 actioners. You know what? I kind of agree with that. They do try to give it a dose of reality for the most part. Except for the fact that, you know, you know, well, even even Chuck gets shot. So there you go. We see, You know, if it was Rambo, well, I guess Rambo got shot too by a missile, and it went through his stomach, remember? And he, like, cauterized it, and he walks around with a big hole through him. The rest of the movie, yeah. <laughs> this one is one of those 70s-slash-80s drama action flicks with a far-fetched storyline and I enjoyed it very much <laughs> I like that take on it, it says uh, worth viewing if you're in the mood for a fast-paced film with more emphasis on action than plot I don't know I think it I think it does what it's supposed to do um, it's kind of a mystery movie in a way because there's a drug lord involved in all this and you're not very suspected of who that is and so you're trying to figure out who that person could be could even be some people on the task force that's uh, involved you know how that works people get paid off right kinda like we're seeing now with some of this uh, this government stuff like the the whole Katie Hobbs thing where the, the GOP was trying to pay her off to not run yeah How crazy is that? So, these crazy, made-up things we see in these movies? Yeah, they happen. Uh, You know, there's usually a a dose of reality in all this stuff. So, don't ever say yourself short, short, folks, because this stuff happens. Let's talk about this cast. Well, we got Mr. Chuck, right? Mr. Chuck Steak in here. And uh, he's round-housing his way through the movie. We got Richard Roundtree speaking around. Richard Roundtree, you know Shaft. I'm just talk about Shaft. Yeah, he's one bad mother. Uh, he plays the uh, the boss of uh, Captain uh, Captain Stevens, I believe. So he's uh, Chuck Norris's boss. We got Christopher Lee in here, right? We've got Professor Tanaka. I ain't even got to say anything about Christopher Lee. We all know who Christopher Lee is. Just pick a movie, right? Professor Tanaka. You know who this guy is. From uh, Man with a Golden Gun. Uh, he's he's the big the big tough guy, right? The the odd job, right? Uh, the guy with the he throws the hat and it cuts people's heads off and things like that, right? So great bad guy. Always has been. We've got Mako in this. Mako, the guy from uh, Conan the Barbarian, right? The little wizard guy. Love that guy. Uh, he plays James Chan. Yeah. We've got Maggie Cooper. Uh, ends up kind of being the love interest of the movie. She's just an innocent bystander that's involved with everything. Um, and... And, you know, I think she was in, like, I don't know, Space Camp or something like that. N- nothing major. A lot of TV shows. Uh, we got Matt Clark in this. Matt Clark uh, was in Friday the 13th Part 7, for all you horror fans, but he will forever be known as the guy that tries to hunt down and stop Bill Bixby in The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, he's the guy that chases him around everywhere looking for clues. We've got uh, Terry Kaiser in this, that's right. Weekend at Bernie's, it's Bernie himself. I'm sorry, I got those confused. He was in Friday the 13th Part 7. Terry Kaiser was. Matt Clark was in some other stuff, but like I said, he hunted down the Incredible Hulk. But Terry Kaiser, man, Bernie from from Weekend at Bernie's 1, 2, Mannequin 2, yeah, he, he kind of had a run there for a while. We got Stuart Pankin in this. Stuart Pankin popped up in uh, Hollywood Nights not too long ago that I talked about. He was on Not Necessarily the News, which was a great HBO 80s TV show that came on making fun of the news. Uh, that's pretty much your cast, uh, except for uh, Rosalind Chell. Uh she plays Linda. She is the wife of Terry Kaiser's character, Dave. Now, Dave and, and Chuck Norris's char- character, Sean, are work partners. And they're on this big drug ring operation trying to, f- you know, figure it out. And at the beginning of the movie, they get set up. And uh, they go into an alleyway, and Dave... Experiences a terrible death. I mean, he gets shot a couple of times, and then a car smashes him into another car and catches him on fire, and he's burning alive. It's bad. It's really bad. And uh, Chuck Norris gets shot, but he's still able to fight. Chases a guy upstairs. Roundhouse kicks him out a window, and then he falls on a car. The rest of the police force shows up. They start giving Chuck Norris a hard time because we've spent years getting the information we got and you just kind of blew it all with this one incident. And he's like, look, we were set up. So he's like, how am I supposed to, you know, defend you from the uppers when, with, with all this stuff because of what happened? And Chuck Norris says, I'll save you the trouble. And he hands in his gun and his badge. And then it's on. Well, he starts talking to Linda, who was married to Dave. Linda works on, in TV. She's an investigator on TV. She starts poking around, and she figures out something, and she calls Chuck and uh, says, Hey, I need to meet you because i got some information you're going to need, but I know they're chasing me, right? So she has this long chase scene with uh, Professor Tanaka chasing her around, and, uh, you know, it, it goes on for quite a while, but it's pretty good. She ends up getting away. She gets back to her apartment, and she's trying to call Chuck again. Uh, I've got this information. I need somewhere safe to get to. Well, the bad guys show up and end up killing her, but she's got a key to a locker that's in the subway, I guess. And uh, she doesn't know, know what to do with the key, but after she's dead, Chuck shows up. Cops show up. Um. and they're looking for clues, can't find anything and then a young lady comes in and goes look I was her best friend, I have a lot of stuff over here, I stayed over here quite a bit I just want to get my stuff so uh, she goes to get her stuff together and packs it up and lo and behold we figure out later on in the movie that uh, Lucy knew she was going to die and she knew that this girl would come and get her stuff, so she planted the key in with her stuff, and it leads to a locker that's got a cassette in it that reveals who who the drug lord, the ringleader is, in the movie. And uh, but this girl also works at the TV studio where where Linda worked, and their boss is Christopher Lee, and uh, so he's kind of running the TV station, and of course Chuck Norris gets with her and they go in there and they start watching all the videos and he starts putting together, he starts noticing people that, especially one guy in in one of the videos was the guy that uh, drew him and Dave into the the alleyway for the the, the death of Dave. So, a lot of seedy stuff going on here. Uh, I like this one. Uh, Chuck driving around in a very nice Firebird members-only jackets, driving gloves, I mean, it's it's everything you want in a 1981 cop movie. And uh, I don't know, I'm not going to reveal the end because, you know, there's there's still plenty to talk about here, right? Uh, you kind of get led to where you, you can't decide. There, there is a ship that's docked and he gets information on and he goes and fights a bunch of people on the ship that's carrying firecrackers. That's uh, loaded, full of heroin. So that's how the stuff is coming to the country. And uh, he starts putting the pieces together. Then Chuck kicks everybody's butt. Him and Mako. Mako is the father of Linda, and he's wanting revenge as well. So they team up and kick a whole bunch of butt, right? And that's that's pretty much this movie. Uh, I tell you, it's it's pretty solid. I look back at Chuck in this time period. Uh, Good guys wear black. His acting is pretty cardboardish. This one, it works. Uh, he's not as cardboardish. Still not a great actor at this point, but better, right? But I think uh, I think this has got plenty of action in it. It's got plenty of stuff. It feels like an episode of a cop drama on TV back in this time. It could have been Barnaby Jones. It could have been you know any of these other shows, and it just, it felt like that, except you got, you know, more devastating, you know, gun wounds and nudity, so uh, there you go, that's kind of my thoughts on Eye for an Eye, I say check it out, I'll give it a three out of five, it's just a good solid middle of the road film, and uh, I don't know, give it a shot, like I said, it's on Tubi, and uh, let me know what you think about this one, check it out and uh hope you enjoyed all right folks that's it for this one we will check you later